Mm -hmm. Are you going to include the Congressional Black Caucus and the Congressional Well, Hispanic I would. Caucus, I tell you what. Do you want to well set up the, the meeting? Do you want to set up the meeting? No, no, no. I'm, Are they I'm, friends I'm, of I'm yours? Run, 80s black guys. You're no match for the 90s black guys. First, Brexit means Brexit. We're going to build the wall. It's going to be built. Our press secretary gave alternative facts. Welcome to episode 36 of the Bristle Digest, the only weekly podcast where the free roll of Steve Bannon toilet paper, the only toilet paper <laughs> that comes pre-covered in shit. Uh, today is the 12th of February 2017, my name is Ropesen and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going Paul? Yo yo, yeah it's pretty good mate, pretty good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Good to hear. Good enough for an urban <laughs> intro. So indeed. <laughs> uh, top stories this week. Uh, Trump determined to ban Muslims, regardless of what constitutional <laughs> democracy says. Oh. Um, after a week of more, full of more shit and chaos than a diarrhea outbreak at a Sex Pistols <laughs> concert, uh, Donald Trump's ragtag administration has been left reeling after the Supreme Court left its flagship racist policy in tatters. No. Uh, the Supreme Court refused to enact the ban on immigration, which apparently made Steve. Bannon squeal so loud White House staffers <laughs> thought someone was skinning a live pig um, however President Bannon or President Trump as he's known to the, rest, to the rest of the world has not given up his fight to implement the most bigoted policy of recent times <laughs> insisting that he will issue a new executive order affecting the same thing as soon as Bannon and Putin work out a sneaky enough way to do it uh, the Trump camp have hit back in the only way they know how by sending out the amoral Kellyanne Conway uh, to trot <laughs> out lies and meaningless distractions uh, in an interview with the press Conway said that judges shouldn't play politics uh, which no one disagrees with but when judges play judges however the Trump administration seems to have a bit of a problem um, <laughs> next story this week Paul it's business secretary resignations rebel voting in parliament failing whips and written warnings Ooh. it's another episode of Corbyn Enders <laughs> <laughs> Um, Labour leader and <laughs> <laughs> Labour leader and solid 35 hour a week man uh, Jeremy Corbyn yeah. <laughs> fresh, fresh from his <laughs> midweek day off has issued a written warning to those Labour MPs that rebelled against the three line whip and voted against Brexit last week Corbyn whose opposition to Brexit has been more limp than a Donald Trump handshake uh, was once again faced with another cabinet reshuffle following another resignation as business secretary Clive Lewis was the latest Labour casualty. Fifty-two Labour MPs, uh, Labour MPs, rebelled against Corbyn's bafflingly meek acceptance of the government's Brexit bill, including three whips, uh, whose job it is to make MPs actually vote in a particular way. Uh, when the whips can't be whipped, somebody needs a whipping. Yeah, um, you're in trouble. <laughs> a phrase often, funnily enough, used by Keith Faz before his untimely demise. Um, Clive Lewis, has resi Clive Lewis resigned over his decision to vote against his party and the government, paving the way for Corbyn's fourth business secretary in 18 months. In total, Corbo has seen 32 resignations from Fucking his party hell. since his time as leader, though four of them did eventually return to top <laughs> positions, showing what a complete <laughs> fucking farce the whole thing really is. Oh my um, days. Final story this week, Paul. Oh, Life's on. a piece of shit when you look at it. Uh, satire booms as world falls apart. 
Nice. Um, if, <laughs> Every <crowd. laughs> Exactly. If ever there was the thinnest of a silver lining to an otherwise endless storm cloud of furiously steaming hot sewage, it's that in the current climate of imminent apocalypse, the art of satire is booming across the world. Uh, long-time UK satirical, satirical magazine Private Eye has witnessed its highest levels of circulation in years, whilst across the pond ratings for Saturday Night Live and other satirical shows are through the roof. Uh, with everyday passing containing unprecedented levels of state-sanctioned bullshitting or attempts to destroy parliamentary or constitutional democracy, it's no surprise that satirists have had plenty of material to work with. But as the spread of fake news increases, many are now turning to satirists for some version of the truth. Uh, but provide, So provided we manage to survive the next 10 years or so without descending into a war of annihilation or some other extinction-level event, we may actually look back at this time as a golden age of satire, provided that May and Trump haven't deleted it all and replaced it with the art of the deal. Um, and that's <laughs> this week's stories, Paul. Um, what a bloody week. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll start with we'll start with Trump. It's just it's just going to be the, the, the top story in each week is just going to be Trump watch. It's frankly, just it's the it? fucking Trump digest is what it is. Let's yeah. be honest. It's the but Trump digest. <laughs> that's where we are. It's what he's made, it's what he's made us. It basically like is bastard. Yeah. But, um. So Trump Trump digest slash Trump watch episode two. Um. I mean he's he's been at it again and also since oh. this um. Since this, uh, you know, outbreak, uh, sort of his, um, you know, the revoking of the ban and he wants to mm-hmm. reissue it and all of that, which happened um, on the twelfth, uh, on the twelfth, like it's, it's, um, things have moved on a bit. So oh, God, it seems like a lifetime. Today. Two days in the Trump administration is like twenty fucking years of politics. Like that seems so long ago now. That whole "see you in court" tweet and stuff, doesn't it? <laughs> precisely, precisely that. So it's oh, kind of like now, now days, we've got that was two days ago. <laughs> yeah, and now, so now we've got the resignation that happened uh, today. Well, it wasn't, yeah. really, it wasn't really a resignation, and as much as it was a firing, because mm. uh, well, it depends the... which which version. If you hear the Sean Spicer version, uh, he was asked to quit. Uh, if it's the yeah. Kellyanne Conway version. Um, he he decided on his own to to hand in his notice. So it I depends. mean, I think <laughs> somebody yeah, lies. Political going on at the sort of speak, isn't it? When someone offers their resignation, yeah. it means they were fired. So with with Michael Flynn, you mm. know, he was fired, and it was because apparently he uh, had made contact with the Russians before the election and uh, yeah. discussed uh, you know sanctions or whatever. So um, yeah, the, the lifting of sanctions to uh, to ease up. Which is apparently illegal. <laughs> yeah, very illegal. Sort I, think of, it, uh, I think it falls under treason. Um, I'm yeah. pretty like it's pretty up there. Pretty illegalist. So that's yeah. interesting. Oh yeah. Um, it also came out today, and and oddly, Spicer just owned up to it and admitted it that Trump um, <laughs> knew about this on the 26th of January, which is fucking ages ago, like Incredible. three weeks ago. And um, you know, you know, he didn't mean to do that. He's just fucked you up. You can't have meant to do that. No. Did you not? Did you literally not get the memo, <laughs> Mr. Spice? Yeah, no. He probably thinks it's like the twenty eighth of January or something. Like he's just, yeah. you know, he's not looked at a calendar. <laughs> he just didn't know. It's just unbelievable. But um, so is yeah, Sean Spice. He's, he's just too busy chewing gum and <laughs> you know watching uh, Michelle McCarthy or whatever her name is, uh, you know, smashing him up on Saturday Night Live. But, uh, yeah, it's just seeming a little bit like chaos over there now. Um, oh, you know, the, the, so this chaos guy, is like an understatement. Chaos is looking yeah. at that and being like, "I'm having none of that." Don't, don't, don't bring it's chaos pr- into this. No way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ultimate <laughs> chaos. Smirching the good name of chaos. Don't bring ultimate chaos into that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, just for I mean, so it's... much happens. Oh my god. 
so they've this guy um, was apparently one of so Flynn was one of Trump's closest acolytes. Yep. Um, and uh, big big you know, uh, Trump supporter, a huge big Trump supporter, a big like and fan he, of like the alt right as well, isn't he? Like info wars exactly. and those douchebags. Do you know what, mate? The fact that we're not even talking about the fucking yeah story that I originally like, wrote about just shows you how, how crazy much it is. But, and um, sandwiched between like today's Flynn bullshit and Sunday's like see you in the courts tweet Justin Trudeau mm. ro- rolled into town from Canada and oh, yeah. uh, have you seen the pictures of Ivanka Trump looking at him no she wants to fuck the shit out of that guy alright oh, Trudeau is laying it down Trudeau's a handsome devil oh, he is he's, he's a, a handsome liberal progressive guy. devil I never have a gay <laughs> bone in my body but uh, I'd put one in his um, that's, that's just the way it is I'll tell you what Paul well, you mentioned that other other see you in court tweet I've, I've just got a new feature Paul that I didn't want to bring in oh, each week I it's love called it mate. leader of the free world says <laughs> and it's basically yeah <laughs> just having a look at a fucking tweet over the last week so nice. I've got a couple for you mate sweet um, <laughs> and you know one of them is yeah my daughter Ivanka has been treated oh. so unfairly by Ed Nordstrom she's a great person always pushing me to do the right thing terrible um, <laughs> just interesting I mean, this, line to take when you're the president this is remarkable this uh, is like yet another controversy that we haven't even mentioned in the several controversies we've covered so far do you know what I mean I've like, forgotten about there, this one this is huge yeah. like, what's the free what's the leader of the free world up to again oh yeah he's um, prom- slagging off yeah. a department store because they stopped his daughter's clothing line um, should, I've actually got a little clip Paul of um, Mr. Sean Spicer oh I love it talking about spicy talking about this malarkey um, shall we take a bit of a listen? A police do. Taking offense to Nordstrom has come out and says this was not a political decision, it was a business decision. Ivanka Trump, as you know, has said she has divorced herself, separated herself from a business. So, how is she being treated unfairly if she's not a Well, I think there's clearly a targeting of her brand and it, her name still out there. Well, so she's not directly running the company, it's still her name on it. And there's clearly efforts that uh, to to undermine that name based on her father's positions on particular on particular uh, policies that he's taken. This is a direct attack on his policies uh, and her her name as a in, and so that that there's clearly an attempt for him to stand up for her because she is being maligned because they have a problem with his policies. John, oh, Rob- God. I mean, it's what you know, like incredible. for a man, he's always banging on about oh yeah it's about business yeah and like, they make a decision based on business it's that, just the fucking... whole reason like all those fucking rednecks voted for this cunt well, like i want a businessman i want him to run the country man. like he runs his business well and now, now you're uh, getting it yeah <laughs> fucking... now you're getting it now uh-huh. you're getting it um another another just another free world quote from this week paul uh just, just <laughs> i found this one as well this was probably my favorite anyway um any negative polls are fake news, <laughs> just like this CNN, ABC, and ABC, NBC polls in the election. Sorry, people want border security and extreme vetting. Unbelievable. There's another scandal. Like, just say what you think, another Donald. Do you know what I mean? Any negative polls. Like, it's so like there's oh no God. symbolism. You know what I mean? It's just kind of. Oh. This is what I think. Uh, and it's like the, the if. If you had to like explain like totalitarianism to a child, and you needed like like you had to make a children's show about what, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what that would look like, it's kind of it would be made of tweets like that. I mean, any news that, yeah. that says Donald Trump is bad is wrong. That's fake news. Fake news. But the polls from Breitbart though that say I'm great, so great, such great, they're real, real news. It's like 
Oh. It's just unbelievable. Um, oh my god! Every, every to, day is something to... so so controversial. Any other politician at any other time in our life would instantly be blacklisted and be resigned. Oh yeah! It's in, and every day this orange cunt drops one of these. Fucking hell! And yeah, as you say, it's 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 nigh on impossible um, for us to really keep up with it. But um, oh. yeah, so. It's yeah, more Trump action this week. What a fucking mess! <sighs> what a um, mess! Speaking of messes, Paul. Well, remember the Labour Party. Uh, remember what the Labour Party were all about. Labour Party. Red roses. Spoke for the working class. Sort of friends with the unions. Neil Kinnock. Oh, do you remember? Remember? You know, flat Definitely rings a bell. Yeah, I think I remember. Branston Pickle. Cobble Streets, Hovis Adverts, no? The Labour no? Party, yeah. yeah the yeah, yeah. Labour Party, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I love when we do these, like, nostalgia bits. Yeah, I remember the Labour yeah. Party. Yeah. Uh, well, they fuck. Uh, changing yeah. the world. Yeah, D-Ream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Fuck the Labour Party. It's like one of them Peter K yeah. bits. Do you remember, <laughs> remember the Labour Party? Do you remember the Labour Party? Do you remember when the Labour Party's biggest problem party. was the fact that Neil Kinnock <laughs> fell over? On the beach. Do you know what I mean? That was their biggest problem, like, in the fucking 80s. Was that Neil Kinnock, in his first thing, like, fell over on the beach. And everyone was like, oh, what a pillock. Oh, Kinnock. Now, (laughs) how much would they love... what, they called him. Oh, you'd go back for a bit of that, wouldn't you? They'd love that that was their biggest problem, that Corbyn fell over and then got up, you know. (laughs) Oh, you lot. You know what I mean? Now, Now. their biggest problem would be the bit where he gets up. Oh, God, wouldn't it? (laughs) So it's it's another it's another round of you know bloodshedding in in the Labour Party in that oh. yeah fine uh, and there's more been, more there's re- been a good MPs rebelling the the, the 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 Brexit bill was a fucking joke um, it was a, in a, just an absolute fucking travesty of a of a joke like they, they, in all seriousness fuck Labour fuck them done Romeo done yeah so it's been um you know fifty two uh, MPs rebelled against Corbyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and understandably, because they didn't get oh, anything. Labour got zero concessions, as far as I recall, nothing on the, on the fucking Brexit bill. Um, it's, it's an absolute joke. And how many they put forward? Like dozens of amendments, all of them knocked back, and they yeah. just voted it through anyway. It's the most okay then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool, how about you try like, that? Oh, no, I, I don't right, want to cause a fight. You know, I don't yeah. want there to be trouble. Let's just. Let's just I mean, go the, along the main with opposition it. to all of this was fucking Ken Clark, wasn't it? Yeah, Ken Clark. Yeah, he just Ken laid Clark's the smack boy down. Yeah, he is, is boy dem. Ken Clark, Ken Clark has become fucking boy dem gangster. Exactly. That's what Mate, the fucking state of the fact. Boy, boy, better know about Ken Clark. That's. that's and a poll came Ken, out the other day to show Casey's that. Um, running shit. Yeah, uh, and and Labour are now third uh, amongst yeah. the working classes in terms of that's popularity. Ins- that's insane. Do you know what I mean? That's how fucking Insane. irrelevant they've become. Like, Do you remember in 1997 and there were only like seven Tories left? Like fucking yeah. everyone was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. Remember all them nurses and so teachers true. we had? Boris Johnson was was a Labour MP. It's just sort of um, no, it's 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 just mind-boggling. But they're just uh, yeah. Corbyn's you know he will uh, he has just been the biggest sort of poison dart in the neck of this yeah. party. And it's I, so he's so selfish that he can't yeah. see that. But or it, he must see it, but he's so stubborn and, and selfish that he's unwilling that he's still got this like yeah. it just seems like he's got a chip on his shoulder left over from the nineteen eighties. Um, <sighs> you know, that he still just really resents new labour and, and that as a movement. And yeah. he's just like this he doesn't care about anything else that's going on. He doesn't care about Brexit. He doesn't care about the NHS crisis. All he cares about is just 
he's there to make his point. Just vindictiveness, right? isn't it? Yeah, been a spiteful, narrow-minded, twat. stubborn shitbag. Twat bag. The needs to fuck off, really. And yeah, he needs to do what's best for his party, for his country. Yeah, go fuck. But he got he got pretty um he got Don't pretty heavily trolled on Twitter for the following yeah, tweet because he beautiful. tweeted um this was after uh, after the <sighs> Brexit vote so he he sent the tweet um the real fight starts now. Over the next two years, Labour will use every opportunity to blah, 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 blah. Don't care. Don't care. But, um, yeah, the the, the bit that got everyone's blood going was the real fight starts now. And he got absolutely smashed for that. Because yeah, and sort of like, rightfully mate. so. He, he yeah. did get a good hammer in and he fucking, he was going to start years ago, fucking you deserved it. Um, what yeah. a dick. Do you know what? Let's, let's not even dignify Labour with any no. more of, of, ch- of our chat. Because fuck Alre- them. Already forgotten them. Exactly. And we'll end on a high note. Satire, mate. Through the roof. Yes. All right. Well done. This is this is fucking. This is genuinely great news. Because I tell you, I tell you, the problem with the world leading up to the, you know, to 2016 was the decline of satire. If you if you if you track like political harmony against the map of of how popular (laughs) satire is, if you looked like towards the late 80s and early 90s uh, in the UK, it was a huge amount of satire. You know, politicians would get crucified on things like spitting image and and Rory Bremner. Right, and there was there was a, there was an, an accountability, right? You know, politicians couldn't get with this shit. As as satire disappeared, then people could get away with more and more. And we've seen a state in this country where you've got mock the week, which is yeah. shit nowadays, isn't it? <laughs> which right, is a and mockery in itself. So there, people got away with it. So it's it's brilliant now. I think it, yeah. it's a fantastic thing, and I think it's it's leading to people getting more involved. It's more accessible than than the news. And the other thing as well is like satire is fucking honest. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, like comedians care more about jokes than and the truth of a joke than politicians do about the the truth of a policy or statement. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I believe you know, like a, a comedian has some dignity, whereas a politician doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I think fucking yeah, it's really good, and there's been some great stuff like Saturday Night Live. Yep. Uh, yep. Melissa McCarthy is it just Melissa fucking McCarthy. smashing it? Uh, Baldwin, Baldwin as Trump is is brilliant. Yeah. Apparently. Sorry, yeah, I was about to say. Apparently, Baldwin is hosting Saturday Night Live this weekend with uh, Rosie O'Donnell. um, wanting to do Bannon. That is quite interesting. That's amazing. Although I love what they've done with Bannon already, just as as death. Yeah, yeah, fucking. But fair play to him. But Uh, and I tell you what, Paul, if 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 we give Saturday Night Live a plug, it's only fair that they give us a plug. Do you know? Yeah, they probably will. They probably will. (laughs) Probably, I know. I know at least seven or eight of them are avid <laughs> listeners. So yeah, shout exactly. out to the SNL guys. Yeah, hi guys. But but satire like stateside like uh, yeah, Cold Bear's been really good. And uh, Seth, have you have you checked yeah, out Seth I have, Meyers? Yeah, he, a closer like, look, right? Like yeah. closer look is is like really good. Yeah, like I like that's really good to see. And you know Trevor Noah doing his thing as well. It's just, we the UK needs to probably pull its finger out a little bit. Yeah. Just give like Frankie Boyle a special once every six months. <laughs> hey, we're, tr- we're, we're trying, right. literally. Um, but there was that uh, Kevin Bishop, Kevin Bishop, uh, Farage thing, which was shit. <laughs> oh dear. But um, no, but yeah, the Americans are certainly leading the way on this. So well yeah. done, America. Well done. Yeah. Lads fucking hats off girls. to you. Hats off to you. Um, excellent work. Um, and yeah, let's hope, let's hope at least if we get through this, that um, at least there'll be some funny shit for us to look back on. Exactly. Laugh as you die. (laughs) (laughs) On this day in history, Paul. Oh, yeah? um, Now, finally, I found the fucking answers, man. Yes! For uh, the the lost... 
The lost ones. Last. That was last time. And it was actually oh. it was in reference to the twenty second of January, which is practically fucking months ago. Years now, ago. But, um, really? and the in, in Trump years. Was, <laughs> yeah, in Trump years. <laughs> Uh, and the theme was national leaders being ejected from sports events for violent. Oh, conduct. I know what it was, sir. <laughs> and uh, the options were in 1939. Shadigol was ejected from a football match after slapping a coach in the face. In your um, face. In 1951, Fidel Castro was ejected from a baseball match after hitting a batter. Oh. 1992, Fidel. Uh, sorry, uh, Boris Yeltsin was ejected from an ice hockey match after punching a team's manager. Ooh. Which one did you go for, mate? I think you went for Cast. I went. I went for Castro. Yeah. Twice and, and it I've, was I've indeed. Ah, it was indeed. It was indeed cast. Go on. I take the so, the resisting the urge to Google that over the last uh, month or so was hard. Yeah. And and I I yeah hand on heart, uh, listeners. I, I didn't do it. I've I've been on wow. tenter hooks this whole time. Well, and, there you uh, go. Get you in there. Come on, finally Castro. sleep at night. So, nice. Pretty pretty good. Nice. Uh, this week yep. is twelfth Feb, and the theme oh, yeah. is. Earth-shattering announcements by toy companies. Ooh. Um, in 1989, Mattel, mm-hmm. makers of the She-Ra doll, mm. announced that the character was actually gay. Ooh. Um, in 1994, Waddington's, makers of Monopoly, announced that the game actually promoted cheating and greed. Mm. Or, fact number three, in 2004, Mattel, again, makers of the Barbie doll, announced that Barbie and Ken were breaking up. Oh shit! So that's Shiraz Gay in nineteen eighty nine. Monopoly promoted cheating and greed in nineteen ninety four. Or in two thousand and four, Barbie mm-hmm. and Do- Barbie and Ken are broken up. Wowzers! Um, announcements. What do you reckon, mate? Well, they're all they're all believable. That's the thing. Um, start with the top. I don't think Shira was. Um, I don't think Shira was gay. I don't think they made her gay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she was gay. <laughs> look well, at her. No, I'll just, just look I'll, at. Just take a look at her face. I mean, she don't. She doesn't have a gay face. First of all, <laughs> she you don't can, have nothing like a gay face. She she ain't wearing Doc Martens, right? She ain't got a skinhead. She ain't wearing a fucking checkered shirt, mate. No, she ain't a dyke. <laughs> nah, nah, nah Shira weren't. Shira weren't. Um, Sipping from the velvet cup, as it were. No, I don't think it was that one. Uh, the next one was Monopoly promotes greed. That's, greed. Yeah, and dishonesty, was it? That's fucking massively possible, isn't it? And it does. It's the worst game the in the world. The makers of Monopoly, obviously, yeah. saying that. Waddington's. That's, I mean, it is, it's the most evil game in the world. I've never seen a game not end in, in absolute farce. It's, in bloodshed. Yeah, in, oftentimes bloodshed. You, say, you, you bloodshed. say that in jest, but. I lost a young cousin yeah, in a in a game of Monopoly in a, the late 80s. So, so I think oh, that dear. could be true. And then the last one was was Barbie and Ken breaking up. Like toy companies yeah. do that sort of shit. That does kind of ring a bell. So I'm torn between Monopoly and uh, Barbie and Ken. Hmm. I'm gonna go. F- I'm gonna go for the celebrity breakup angle. I'm gonna go Barbie and Ken breaking up in Barbie 2004. Barbie and Ken breaking up. Yeah. Wow. Mossy goes for Barbie and Ken. Yep. Answers next week. The Must Report. Um, this week on the uh, on the Must Report, I thought I'd have a catch up with uh, the man responsible for leading Britain through the most important set of negotiations it's ever faced. Oh, Mister uh, David Davis, MP. Oh, Dave. Now, oh, Davis. Yeah, David. Uh, Dave. Theresa May 
Now, Theresa May, she seems to have gotten her wish for the uh, ruination of the United Kingdom and has set a full steaming pile of dog turds ahead to a hard Brexit. And because of this, the entire nation, all of us, me and you, um, are going to be relying on David Davis. I mean, I really don't envy him. He's going to be entangled in complex trade wrangles of a vengeful European Union. Oh, he's having a wrangle, mate. He is, isn't he? He He's having a wrangle, mate. He wears wrangler uh, jeans. And he's he's wrangling. Big time. Big time wrangler jeans. When he's not wearing a pair of Lees at the weekend. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So he's going to have to wrangle with a, uh, a vengeful... European Union, meanwhile, trying to put together brand new deals with the rest of the world, who all know the deeply pathetic, weakened and desperate state we find ourselves in. I mean, the job is going to take the tenacity of a master tactician. Silver-tongued diplomacy and a business mind so sharp, it could cut diamonds clean in half. Um, So I thought, thought what I'd do is I'd have a look and see what old Davis has been up to. Wait, Dave. Well, 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 we're fucked. This week, uh, following the sickening capitulation by the Labour Party over the Article 50 vote, Mr Davis is said to have gone to thank Diane Abbott for her vote. Although Miss Abbott, before the vote, was pretty vocal uh, with regards to her opposition to it and to the three-line whip old Jezza McBeard-faced and enforced. So as you can probably imagine, her response was less than friendly. No. <laughs> Fuck off, Miss Abbott was quoted as saying to the knuckle-faced Brexit stooge. Well, that's no way for a member of Parliament, senior figure in the <laughs> Labour Party, I might add to act. But I'm sure you're thinking old Davis is going to be facing far more than just the occasional fuck off during Brexit negotiations. Oh yes. So I'm sure it was all just water off a duck's back. Well, you'd be wrong, you big dummy. Instead... What old face like a thumb held up to the back of a spoon Davis did was get all up on his big Tory shitbag WhatsApp group and deride Diane Abbott, not for her political beliefs, not for the manner of her outburst. No, instead, Davis went straight Tory gangster and played the overweight and ugly card, leading to accusations of sexism, misogyny and all-around general cuntiness by great swathes of the Labour Party. You finally found a voice. Um, <laughs> now this show, uh, <laughs> show you know, it's on the internet. Literally anyone could be listening to it. And you might be listening to it right now thinking, hang on, Mossy, you dick. You've just made a bunch of barbs about David Davis looking like Popeye's bull bag. So it's a little bit hypocritical of you to call out Davis for name calling. Well, first off, you're quite right. Okay. But of course, absolutely, on, you've missed, you've missed the big difference between me and Davis. And namely that I am not leading us through the most important and daunting negotiations we've ever, ever, ever faced, ever, ever. But you I'm should not be. doing that. Really? Um, I, sh- I, I would be doing, I dare say, a better job. Um, <laughs> <and> that... <laughs> I dare say. I dare, I say. dare say, sir. I, dare... <laughs> I think you would. I think well, you I would. I think I would. <laughs> I think I would. Well. Um and you see, it's this this whole thing, this this kind of angle to it, and that's my problem with this whole affair. Now, Davis being a, a sexist, misogynistic cardboard box full of mouldy wangs, well, that's not a shock to anybody. I mean, this is the cunt who, during his failed attempt at the Tory leadership in 2005, appeared with two ropey old birds with big norks in tight t-shirts that said, "It's double D for me." Great. He literally did that. He literally did that. What a prick. No, what really has me filling my pants with even more poo 
is the fact that our economic future is in the hands of a man with so little tact that he makes awful I'm-not-blind jokes about Diane Abbott via recordable and shareable and infinitely provable text message. But the really scary thing is that this Burke, Burke, Burke. whom we are all relying on to build new relationships with our future trading partners, the really scary thing is he's not only dumb enough to send this sort of message, but he's also likeable enough that his fucking mates will grass him up to the point yeah. for sending it. <laughs> David Davis is a moron lost in a sea of cretins leading our fucking country off a cliff. And that's this week's Moss Report. Well, um, yeah, yeah, go, pretty, uh, yeah, the hilarious thing is the fact that, you know, it was leaked, um, yeah, that's, that's it, right? That's 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 the um, ultimate thing, right? Then you can blame the Russians for that one. Uh, but... Yeah, you know we're relying on him to be a great judge of character, to be likable, striking these relationships, mm. and his fucking mates are happy to snitch on him. He was a prick, you know, for fifty quid from some toad of the Daily Mail. And also, what's really annoying is that um, it, because he said that and acted like yeah, a prick towards Diane Abbott, it's made <laughs> Diane Abbott somehow come out of the Brexit vote with people having forgot yeah. that she got the fucking Brexit yeah. flu and all of this lot. And actually, she's now mm. managed to come out of this probably stronger as some kind of victim, yeah. which is bloody irritating because... And it, it, that is fucking irritating, isn't it? Because there's so many legitimate reasons to to kind of put down this 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 woman, right? Like, she's... Yeah, there's plenty of know, reasons to have a go at Diane Abbott, just nothing, none of so them many to do reasons. with the way that she valid, looks valid or anything reasons. like that. Um, yeah, you don't have to go there, right? Absolutely. You know, I mean... And if you are, don't be a complete dick and send a text message. I mean, obviously, all these Tory boys laugh at all that shit, you mm. know. And also, just don't be such a smug wanker. Like, in a way, like, yeah. going up and whispering yeah, shit going in her up ear. And, like, like, that's like, how creepy is that? You know what I mean? Well. Some, yeah. like, old, you know, old dude coming whispering in your ear. Oh, did you like that? Did you like that vote, you dirty little girl? Like, you know, you can I fuck off. Ticking my box. <laughs> you can fuck <laughs> off. She was right to tell him to fuck off, yeah, but at the same off. time... Yeah, she was right to tell him to fuck off. But she can fuck but off for not bloody voting, so... She, she put... In fairness, right, she did put herself in that position. Right? Yeah. She, she put herself in a position where that guy is saying thank you to her. And his thank you should be legitimate because like her and the rest of them rolled over and had their tummies tickled didn't they so, exactly i think they all deserve a fuck off exactly i was just about fair. to say that po- you took the words right out of my mouth they can all fuck off <laughs> you've taken the words right out of my mouth sir <laughs> they can all have a merry fuck off fuck off lordia yeah that's it i'm communizing fuck offs fuck offs for everybody done, done. <laughs> So, what happened next this Ooh. week, Paul? Back after a little break. Yep. Two questions for you this week. <laughs> Back once again with the Renegade Master. Um, <laughs> two questions for you this week. Mm-hmm. They're both, and the theme of this week, sorry, is uh, the delightful mm-hmm. Kellyanne Conway. Oh, um, yes. Spokesman for Donald mm-hmm. Trump, mm-hmm. member of the staff, etc. Um, and she's a force of nature in a way. Oh, like, she is. She, it's just a shame she's ch- channeled for evil. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, she's a former lawyer, and bloody hell she knows how to talk. And she knows how to kind of uh, wiggle her way out of situations. But but recently, it, it started to become a bit difficult for oh, her. Oh, I, I, I an interview to her with her today, um, since the 14th, check it out, I can't remember it. So, but yeah, she, she kind of crumbles, like she looks done. Like, you can't carry on with that pressure. I don't yeah. care who you are. Yeah, yeah she did ad- have a bit ad- of a meltdown. Job, though. Yeah, she's, she's worked but, hard. Um, she has indeed. But, Ruining um, the entire world. 
let's have a listen to the first question. So this is about um, she's on another talk show. I think it's yeah. on CNBC, mm-hmm. uh, and it's about I think she's being asked about Trump's tax affairs. So let's have a listen. Um, has Donald Trump or will he release anything from the IRS? A letter from the IRS proving that he's under audit. I'm sorry. Will Donald Trump release anything from the IRS proving that he's under audit? So, Paul, what happens next? Um, mm. She gets asked, will Donald Trump release uh, evidence that he's under audit? Um, to which Kellyanne responds, I'm sorry. And then the lady repeats the question. <laughs> what do you think happened next? What do you, what do you think she said? Well, she's like a, a master like distractor, right? So she'll probably just send mm. them... She'll sidestep cunningly and, and send them massively off the trail. So she'll probably just like point and be like, hey, a squirrel. And then like the news lady will be distracted. And then she'll just like, we were talking about something else, like basically hypnotize a Jedi mind trick type thing. Jedi mind tricks. Yeah. I mean, Jedi. the distraction element is, is yeah. true in part. So for the first time ever, I'm going to give you a quarter of a point. Yes. Um, it's the first quarter of a point ever to be awarded. What happened and, next? And my second 36. highest game ever so far. So Yeah, that's true as well. <laughs> so uh, first all round. So let's uh, let's take a listen to the answer, shall we? Release anything from the IRS proving that he's under audit. I don't know. Why? In other words, why, why are you, are you calling him taking, a liar? Well, we're taking his word for it. Are you calling him a liar? And we're taking Hillary Clinton's word for it that she was overheated and didn't have pneumonia or that she's <laughs> going to be aspirational oh, uplifting wow. or she's going to start talking to the wow. press again. I mean, seriously, we're going to, we're running against a Clinton and we're going to challenge someone's veracity. So she finishes on veracity, wow. by the way. But, yeah. um, so she, she responds by saying, you're calling him a liar. And why are we talking about lies and truth when when we, we you know she questions whether or not Hillary actually was ill and stuff, yeah, which is whether she had a pretty yeah. fucking hell. So that's Kelly Conway's first oh. off, and here's another question: How about we just dive straight into it? It's another. Let's do it, as you can imagine. Uh, let's take a listen. The only reason I ask you that question is because you're suggesting it was out of line somehow for that issue to come no, up. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I'm just wondering why she's spending tens of millions of dollars in negative ads and negative mail pieces and never putting together. So um, that's uh, Kellyanne Conway on CNN. I can't mm-hmm. love me remember the name of the uh, CNN reporter. Sorry, it's the Fox News, actually. It's a Fox News reporter. Ah. Uh, presenter, sorry, that's uh, uh, in the studio. But it's a blonde lady. She's is it Megan Kelly? She's yeah, I think it might be Megan Kelly, and she's very yeah. good, actually. Yeah, and yeah. Really the one who had like beef with like Trump like, during the. Didn't he call her a bimbo or some shit? Yeah, she's had, like, not a bimbo. <laughs> no, no, she's like she's pretty, pretty sharp. Kind of yeah. evil and Fox Newsy, but kind of hot as well. It's a yeah, and, it's a confusing you know, but, erection. But also, what doesn't like Kellyanne Conway, and and so in this one, it's like, um, you know, she's asking about whether he thinks these things and, and stuff like that and, and, and I mean uh, she, she uh, Kellyanne Conway is essentially uh, asking why is Hillary spending so much money on attack adverts to do with his um, you know pussy grabbing and all that <laughs> shit um, what do you think happens next bearing in mind what we've said about Megan Fox sorry not Megan Fox Megan Kelly is it sorry yeah <laughs> but yeah what, bearing in mind what we've said about the presenter what do you think happens next <sighs> kind of stumped because i mean that's the thing where how do you how do you predict what these people are gonna do i'll I'll, ex- I'll accept anything. a very high level i'll accept a very broad 
sweeping answer in a way. It doesn't need to be that specific. <laughs> I, I just she'll I think same as last time. She just like launches into like a, a Hillary or alternative like tirade on any other issue other than the one being discussed. I think that okay. Let's. Lines, I'm but... unfortunately you're not going to get a point for that. I'm that's a, that's a point okay. For that. and, you'll, and and you'll see why. We'll have a little listen, shall we? That. I didn't say that. I'm just wondering why she's spending tens of millions of dollars in negative ads and negative mail pieces and never putting together an aspirational positive Because she's positive killing vision. him with women and she sees an advantage there and she's trying to exploit it. So she kind of gets owned. <laughs> the uh, the uh, presenter just yeah. kind of smacks her. And I actually cut that clip quite short, but she goes on quite a, quite a lot, old Megan. And um, yeah, really smacks Good, smacks uh, Go Kellyanne Conway all over the place. So well played to her. So that's this yeah. week's What Happened Next, Paul. Alright. Uh, yeah. So I got a quarter of a point. Quarter of a point. Not bad. Alright. Number two. <laughs> Somebody to slam, y'all. Slam! You nearly didn't do it then. I know, um, right? There was a pause, like, hey. crisis. I, thought, crisis. I was like, don't I usually do something silly at this don't, point? Don't I do something kind of hip-hop? I, I know I just connect with my roots, which, um, yeah. you know, which are pretty ghetto. Yeah. Well, as you know, Paul, and as, as I if do. you've listened to this before, mm-hmm. if you've listened to this before, you may know, too, that this is a section where we just pick four headlines from the press this week. One, two, three, four. And we... Have to freestyle some side of the lines oh, yeah. um, on Sheeps. off the dome. So I'll go first, oh. Paul. First headline for you from the Daily Express. <laughs> Classic. Um, and it reads: Russian scientists discover massive, massive with all letters in capital, hall of extraterrestrial material in Iranian desert. Wow, that is. I suspect the average reader of the Express does not speak like that, but never mind. That is... What do you reckon? Man, the Express are pulling out some fucking headlines. Yeah. Russian um, scientists discover a massive hall of extraterrestrial material. Russians find a bunch of extraterrestrial... Iranian desert. Alien. Yeah. Alien stuff in... In Iran. Iran. Um, I do, um, the aliens are thought to have visited planet Earth in early November, and then for some mysterious reason quickly turned around and left. Hey. <laughs> hey. And that is nothing to do with the Iranian shit throwing festival of No. If anything that actually was do with... that was what they came for. That, that was, was what brought them there. Yeah. <laughs> that they was, yeah. a long they were trip. they were up for that. It was something else that made them go. No one yeah. knows what it was. But, um, another shit being flung. Um yeah. <laughs> right. Uh first up for you, sir, and I've gone with a daily news theme. Um which will come become more evident as I as I go through these. Uh, so first one for oh, you, yeah. and this is from the uh, NY Daily News from uh, New York City oh, in the in the America. You've seen the America yep. where the apocalypse is it. happening. Um, yeah, this is it. from this is from New York Daily News. Playboy magazine to bring back nudity in March April issue. Ooh. Um, pre-sales of the Theresa May special have already <laughs> broken records. <laughs> sex it, oh, yeah. sex it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, next one for you, Paul, from the Wiltshire Times. Yep. And Ooh, it yep. reads, are you as hungry as, in brackets, oh, sorry, are you as hungry as a, in brackets, rocking horse? Ooh. Mysterious use of brackets is what... That is prompted me to choose this one. What could it be? <laughs> Are you hungry as a in brackets rocking horse? 
This, so uh, rocking is in brackets. Trumpian with its yeah. irregular use of just grammar. cavalier, um, cavalier use of brackets. Cavalier, just people are just they're just throwing them in a bracket. Was special when I was a kid. Yeah. What do you reckon? Ten a bloody penny now, aren't they? Um, so are you as hungry as a rocking horse? Um, let's hope your kids are, as new Tory cutbacks mean all children will be forced to eat old toys. Oh dear. Forward. Brexit Britain for Funny because it's true. Um, yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> Next one for you, sir. And this is from um, Daily News Egypt. <laughs> Egypt's prime source of daily news. From the old Egypt. Um, and this is, yeah, a bit of political story here. Um, Parliament to discuss legality of informal valet parking. Oh. Big news. Big issue um, in, in, in Egypt. The policy of not talking about the repression of women, increasing radicalisation and widespread state corruption continues for the 250th consecutive day. Um, <laughs> uh, next one for you, Paul. It's from Sophia Globe, which is um, oh, Bulgaria's yeah. <laughs> you know, leading English news daily or whatever. Oh, wow. Um, and the headline reads, and this is just interesting, really. Mm. Um, Bulgaria's best customers for wine exports are Poland and Australia. Wow, that is interesting. It's just interesting. No, that is that is. Did so you know? Actually, no, because actually, because <laughs> the Australians I love mean, I'm, Bulgarian wine. I'm inclined to a cheeky Australian white myself every now sure. and again. It's actually very <laughs> Bulgaria. Well, that's amazing. So Bulgaria is selling Bulgaria's wine. Bulgaria's best company, uh, best company uh, customers for wine exports are Poland and Australia. That's well, well, Bulgaria. Way to go. Um, so, uh, Bulgaria proving that there there may be hope for uh, Britain's trade once uh, we we, <laughs> we leave the EU. True. If, if they can, if they do, can it, do it, we can. Yeah. If they can, if bloody Bulgaria can do the it. Thing is on. though, Bulgarian bad, but come Bulgarian on. wine. I clicked into the article and the Poles actually bought four bottles last year, and, and the Aussies bought two. Okay. So you know, but that is going to be like well, what good, that is it? like Brexit. That's what Brexit. But, that does mean they've still got they've got money left over for jam. True. So come on, come on, guys, come on, come on, come on, freedom, freedom. Right, next for you. Uh, this is from another daily news source. This is from Tweed Ooh. Daily News. Lovely. Um, just to c- confirm, it's not uh, a daily news for people who wear like tweed suits right. and, and stuff like that. Tweed is a, a place in Australia. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So there you go, mate. Um, so uh, from Tweed Daily News. Maid of Honour is 103. Groomsman is a chihuahua. Oh. Details of Steve Bannon's secret gay wedding finally, re- <laughs> finally revealed. Uh, <laughs> um, last one for you, Paul, is from The Guardian, as ever. And oh, wow. um, it just is another question type headline. Why do people hate hypocrites? Hmm. Interesting question, The Guardian. Mm. Um... <laughs> Why do people hate hypocrites? Mm. I mean, uh, why? Well, I guess answer is uh, they don't oh. see both the Brexit and presidential election <laughs> results for, <laughs> for confirmation. <laughs> people fucking love hypocrites. Boom. All right, you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong, Guardian. So true. You're wrong. I fucking love them. Right. Um, one more for you, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is from Middlesbrough. Daily News, completing my quadrilogy of Daily News Daily News, news headlines. headlines. I didn't just Google Daily News and, and click on the first four different news sites. I'm not that lazy. This is a well-thought-out bit. Um, so this is from Middlesbrough Daily News. 
online sweetheart scam warning issued. So online sweetheart scam warning issued. Wow. The decision comes. The decision comes after 35 men from Middlesbrough transfer life savings to a middle-aged man from Ghana, believing him to be a 23-year-old Swedish bikini architect, blowjob, sex model. Yeah. Uh, I think that was actually what was written in the paper. Um, I feel, I, I'm, just, I'm not sure he just yeah. read the story. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's true. So that brings... Just, it, I mean, the guys are idiots because that's my girlfriend. Yeah. So I've been sending them money for years. Um, idiots. Nobs. <laughs> We're laughing at them. Yeah. Suckers. Well, that brings sub to a close. I think oh. you won, Paul. Um, 16-14. Trying the last minute, so well done. Well done there. Um, and that, and that, that brings this week's show to a close. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Um, sorry for the delay. I think we're going to be more out on like Thursday. Yeah, season, I think, just today we go. It seems to be drifting that way. But um, yeah, so keep looking out for mm-hmm. some on Thursday. Uh, follow us yeah. on Twitter at Chris Digest. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud, <laughs> and yeah, catch you again soon. Shut up. Oh.